Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 135, When You Feel Stuck. Before I begin, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who is leaving a review. The reviews are, they're just so encouraging to me, knowing that I am helping women change their lives, love their motherhood and their marriage. And I just thank you for taking the time to write the reviews And also, thank you so much for sharing this podcast with your friends or your family or women's groups or however you're sharing it. Um, Shout out to Sydney, Australia, because you guys are rocking it. There's a lot of people listening in Sydney, and I just want to thank you so much. All right, let's talk about feeling stuck. So when you get stuck... It feels like you rinse and repeat the same thing over and over again. You get up in the morning, it's the same day. You don't even want to go to bed at night because you know if you go to bed, you have to get up in the morning again and start it all over again. And there isn't a joy about your day. Maybe you have the same contradictions in your marriage or with the behavior of your children. Maybe you feel overwhelmed or sadness or anger or unfulfillment. It's kind of like when you're on a hamster wheel. Not that I've ever been on a hamster wheel, but when you watch a hamster on a wheel and you see them running, running, running and going nowhere. And maybe we begin to feel as if it will never get better. We'll always be in the same stuck state. Sometimes it's our thoughts which keep us stuck because they become our beliefs. We think that if we think it, it must be true. If you think, my husband will never be the man I want him to be, must be a truth. My children won't obey and respect me. I will never lose weight. While a thought may be true, not always necessarily true, but it may be true, If we focus on the thought long enough, it will grow into a belief that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're stuck on the thought, my husband will never be the man I want to be, you will always find the ways in which he isn't the man you want him to be, and you'll completely ignore the ways in which he is the man you want him to be. Or maybe it's with your children who aren't obeying. And you think, my children will never obey and respect me. You will find all the ways they don't obey and respect you, and you won't even connect with them in the ways that they do, or the ways that they love you, or the ways you can nurture your relationship with them. So sometimes it's our thoughts that keep us stuck. We think the same thing over and over again, and it becomes a belief, whether it's true or not. Other times, it's our emotions, our feelings that keep us stuck. We wake up angry, we go to bed angry, and we're yelling in between. We feel overwhelmed or sad or unfulfilled. 
And rather than finding out why we feel that way, what are we thinking that makes us feel a particular negative emotion? We just feel it and stew in it. We make no effort to find the trigger and get out of the emotion. We just find more reasons or evidence to feel the negative emotion. Here's a hard concept to grasp, but it really is the truth. Our emotions are not caused by our children or our husband or our mother-in-law or anyone else in our lives. Our emotions are caused by what we think about particular people or their actions or our circumstances. Because for any circumstance, there are a number of thoughts available from which we can choose. Let's say our circumstances, the children don't do their chores on time. We can have the thought, they are disrespecting me again. And we feel disrespected and angry. We can also think they will never learn to be responsible. And that can make us feel depressed. Or I need to be more consistent in teaching them to do their chores on time. And that thought will make us feel focused or committed. And if you're a mom out there, who's thinking, oh, wow, you must know my life because my children don't do their chores on time. Actually, that's probably about 98% of you all. And I want to say to you that it can be fixed, but you have to change your thought about it and take up the actions, being more consistent, being clear, that will create the outcome that you want. But when you just stew and getting angry and yelling... Nothing's ever going to change. Maybe the circumstances that your husband is on his phone. Your thought could be, obviously, whatever is on his phone is more important to him than I am. And your feeling is going to be rejection. Or you can have the thought, I want to communicate to him how the distraction of his phone hurts my feelings. And that may make you feel vulnerable but it also may make you feel love, tending to the love in your marriage, rather than just getting into the resentment and holding on to the resentment and getting stuck in resentment. We can either hold on to the emotion and create the belief that it will never be better, or we can choose to figure out how to make it better. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. This applies to any circumstance in our life. We may also feel stuck because of our actions, because we do the same thing that's not working over and over and over again, expecting different results. For instance, not praying every day, and yet expecting a day of feeling peaceful. We get up every day, we get through the day, we never pray, we never have presence of God. The odds are against feeling peaceful in a day like that. Or maybe it's sleeping until the children wake up and then spending the day feeling stressed and behind. Or it could be not planning the meals for the week and then wondering why we hate that 5 p.m. dinner hour where we have that what's for dinner stress. Or it could be in our marriage, giving our husband last place in our life. Behind the children, behind the housework, behind the laundry, behind cleaning the bathrooms for goodness sake. And then we wonder why our marriage is unfulfilling or lacks joy and energy. 
Whatever we focus on most grows. So if we focus on the children's misbehavior, we just get more misbehavior. If we focus on what's wrong in our marriage, we are unfulfilled in our marriage. But if we focus on creating joy with our children, we create more joy. And likewise, if we're focused on connecting with our husband, we will have more connection. If we're always focused on how angry we are or how people disrespect us, we'll find evidence for why we should be angry and how people constantly disrespect us. Instead of focusing on what makes us stuck or feel stuck, we need to focus on what our big picture goal is for our family. What are we offering to our family in terms of family life and connection? And what are we giving? How do we want to show up? What kind of mother do you want to be? Being intentional with our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions rather than giving our emotional power away to others. That will unstuck us. Now, you may be tempted to think, oh, right, I'm giving everything. I'm the only one giving here. I would question then, how are you giving? Is it from a place of love, nurturing, respect, connection, joy, happiness, positivity? Or is it resentful, angry, and disconnected? When you give from joy, peace, and connection, you create value in your family. It's like a value bank. You deposit value in this bank, and everyone in the family wants to participate in it. And that not only gets you unstuck, but it also moves the family in the right direction. Focus on nurturing. Focus on giving from a place of joy and love. Now, that doesn't mean that mom is the one who's giving and doing everything. What it looks like is mom shows up from a joyful place, which teaches the children joy. Then she teaches the children how to do the jobs that they need to do, how to take care of themselves and their space. She supports her husband in what he does, and she offers not nags, she offers ways in which the two of them can connect more and work together to create the family life that they really want. And together, they find ways to laugh and enjoy each other's company and the company of the children. They put into that value bank lots of excellent memories. Being affectionate and teaching our children that we need their affection is also a way in which we deposit into that value bank of our family. Appreciating each person for the gifts and talents they bring to your family, as well as the challenges that force us to develop more virtue, that goes into the value bank. So when you want to get unstuck, the first thing to remember is that change always begins with us. And as we change, so will our husband 
and so will our children, because they will respond to the positivity and the joy that we're bringing to our family. So figure out what you want your result to be in your life, and then take massive action to create that result from the emotion that will encourage and nurture not only you, but everybody else in the family, which means you're going to have to really find the thought. What is it you want for your family? I've said this before, I'm sure on another podcast. When you die, what do you want everyone to say about you, your children and your husband? Do you want them to say she was always angry? She was always nagging. She was always complaining. She was always telling us what to do. Or do you want them to say she was loving and nurturing? She taught us how to make our lunches when we were six. She taught us how to do the laundry when we were eight. She was funny. She made us laugh. She made our childhood magical. And she helped us become an independent adult. And from your husband, she loved me more than anyone else in the world loved me. This is what I do when I coach people. I help them find where they are stuck and I give them the tools to get unstuck. So if you're in a place where you're just doing that same thing over and over again, expecting different results, stop. You're not going to get different results. Sign up for a free coaching session with me so that you can see how regular coaching will help you achieve the life you want, the goals you want, and become the woman that you are called to be and want to be. You can go to JanetQuinlan.com and click on the button that says free consult. And there you'll be able to find a time where you can sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call and you'll be able to experience how amazing life coaching really is. Okay, thank you so much for being here. Have a great week. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com.